This is Hank from the Wildflower Bee Farm. It's Sunday, June 27th, 2021. Just got back from a walk uh, around the farm. We've had a lot of rain this week. Um, also had a number of uh, things happen. So uh, in going through the farm, set up the worry hives for uh, hopefully some swarms, some later season swarms. A lot of scouts out today, this morning, out checking out the few empty hives that we have left. Uh, a little concerned about a couple log hives, the willow hives down at the pond. Um, they don't seem to be as active, and I don't know if it's a queen issue or they're just full of honey, which is really something I want to talk about today is, is um, what happens to your hives when, when there's just no more room. And what, what would happen to them in sort of in nature? So I'm going to think through that answer with you. Um, the yellow sweet clover is still probably on the downswing now. It's still quite abundant, as is the alsic and uh, thistles, the creeping and the sow thistle and all kinds of other things. It looks like the sumac's about to pop. We have a number of sumac trees around the property. But I'd say there's still a lot of clover. Probably will be until frost. We do see some white clover popping up, a bit of a surprise. We thought there'd be more of it, but instead we have yellow everywhere. So that's going to be uh, an interesting observation as we move through. And then of course we'll get into goldenrod when it starts to bloom, I think in about a month or so. So what happens, I mean, we we did a video, I'm working on a video for this week's uh, video podcast about um, the small eight frame that we have that did well last winter it did well this spring continues to do well but not as much activity because i'm starting to wonder i mean with all this sweet clover once you fill up with honey and pollen and nectar like what do you do all day like <laughs> there's no place to put it so there's a great deal been discussed in if you look at conventional beekeeping if you're a conventional beekeeper about honey bound hives and I'm wondering what happens in nature. So if, if a bee uh, family is in a community, is in a log or hollowed out section of something, and eventually they fill up with honey and pollen, well, what do the foragers do? Well, they probably just hang around. I can't imagine, I mean, they bring in water, they'll have to get, you know, they still have to maintain the, the hive, but they won't need to continue to bring in pollen and nectar. Now there's also some suggestion that when this happens the queen will stop laying and you think about that for a minute and you think well maybe that's not a bad thing i mean if a queen is laying you know 1200 eggs a day that queen could be burning out pretty quickly but if the queen only has to lay enough to keep a small cavity populated that queen's probably going to have a longer life and be a lot stronger so i'm not sure that it's an issue uh, when bees fill up with honey and pollen. I mean, it's uh, it's just part of what happens. And I think the reason there's, there's not a lot of activity on a few, and I bring that up because this week um, we had some, um, the no-look splits, if you remember, uh, where I took simply, I had a box, uh, two mediums on top of each other in the spring uh, that had survived the winter, and I simply took the top medium moved it over to another bottom put a lid on it and created another hive didn't look in didn't do any kind of you know trying to find a queen or eggs or anything well it looked like it looks like they all survived now if that's the case we'll know in another month but what i did was for the ones that were single mediums i went and added another medium box this past week 
And I have to tell you, within a day, the bees were just flying like crazy because they had work to do. They actually had something to do. They had an empty space to fill. And that's, of course, for them to survive the winter. Um, we also have a few healthy Langstroth hives that I added a box for honey because I do like honey. I'm human. And so, so we put a few boxes on and those are the most active of all the hives. They're very active um, because they have space. They have a job to do. So I think sometimes when we, you know, assess a hive by looking at the outside, we're, we're seeing not just the health of the hive, but we're also seeing an indication of what's going on inside. And, and this time of the year, it's, with what we have going on here, it's probably that they don't need any more honey and pollen for a while. Um, think about it, it doesn't take very long for, um, for a hive to fill up a box when there's this much clover. They say one to two weeks. Well, the clover's been blooming for over a month, and before that we had everything else blooming on the planet, so it's likely some of our hives are just full of honey. I'm not going to add boxes to them. I could. I'm going to let them do their thing. We have a few honey boxes for our own family's honey, and other than that, the rest of them will just uh, we'll keep observing. So, again, I'm not sure a hive being honey-bound is a bad thing. I think we'll see more swarms this month which is perfectly healthy because we we did some splits last year in July and they were fine they survived the winter uh, so because of all the resources we have here um, a late swarm will probably do okay once you get into August it's pretty difficult but let's see what happens if we should experience some more of those so this week not a lot of plans because we're going to get a lot of rain and that rain will hold some things back um, once that's over, we're going to have a look at the two remaining top bar hives that haven't been opened in a year. Maybe get a frame or two of honey, give them a little space in that case, but just to harvest a little bit of honey. Uh, and other than that, still still debating uh, which hives to treat for mites. Probably we'll do a number of long langstroths here along the hill. We have some hives that have been three years, um, and they're thriving, and they, there's been no treatments for mites other than the uh, hop guard I used in the spring. So let's keep an eye on those and we'll I'll let you know what I decide. There will be some treatments going on and we're going to certainly um, keep an eye on things but as we move toward more of a natural beekeeping sort of philosophy um, I'm not sure it's going to be necessary. The strength of the top bar hives are unbelievable so far and they were not treated last year at all. They were not treated this spring and they're not and they're just they're just quite incredible even though they've all swarmed looks like they're building up populations again to swarm again and that's fine um, and same with the log hive the one log hive we had last year uh, it had swarmed as you remember early very early in the season it looks like a population's exploding again so we'll keep you keep you apprised of that so i'm hank from the wildflower bee farm we continually uh, are working on a project called the bee science club and uh, it will launch in september where students can families can sign up and Every month you're going to get uh, up to five coloring sheets of pictures of the theme for that week's video. It will be a separate video from the Wildflower Bee Farm that will be for families and enrichment and gifted activities for children and families to be able to sit down at the kitchen table and color. Um, I'm not a colorer, but I understand it's quite popular today. Of course, children love to do it, and now adults love to do it. So we're going to have five of our pictures that Mary's doing, still pictures, uh, transformed into a coloring sheet 
that you'll be able to color um, and those will those will come to you via email you'll, you'll be informed when they're downloaded on your site you'll be able to go and uh, check out the information and our theme is learn help so we have activities to learn about different aspects of our environment and honeybees and then an activity or task to help them I'm Hank from the Wildflower Bee Farm look forward to speaking with you again next week